two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Yeah, that's better. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Do we look like our here? Do we look like I, our picture? I, I think I think I think the symbols are too big for the helmet. What do you What do you, what do you think? This, the helmet's too. <laughs> the helmet's too small. I think it just screams. Kitty Sarge is what it says. Is what it says. The what helmet. It the helmet's way too small. Of course, and, it and is. the emblem is way attempt. too fucking big. Yeah, of course, it is. it's it's right. it's the first attempt. So, so those of you that don't know what you're doing, it's it's this picture right here that we just yeah. we just got off. Right, right here. This is this is what we're looking at. Right there, you go. Oh, sorry. Right, so that that's that's what we're looking at. This is episode two hundred. We've been doing this since May of 2015. We are now in January of 2020. We're in the fifth year. We're in our sixth season. 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. This is 2020. This is our sixth season of Generation X Gaming. If you're just finding us now, congratulations. It's one of the best shows on the internet that no one knows about. Uh, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. On today's show, we're going to be talking about 2020 delay of games, the year of games of uh, the year of delayed games. We're talking about the Destiny puzzle that's going on right now. We're going to be talking about Spider Man and the uh, the the new movie that's coming out, Morbius, and also Venom's in production as we speak, or starts up actually, I think in May. Uh, I'm going to talk, give you my thoughts about Tomb Raider that I just played, Shadows of Tomb Raider. It's back from 2018, but I just played it. Uh, and then I'll kind of like go into the delayed games of the Marvel Avengers game. I want to talk about Star Wars, a bunch of news that could happen in Star Wars uh, as far as the future plans of what Disney has in store. And then also Xbox exclusives. Man, this hat, for some reason, my kid was wearing it. And now it looks all kind of like this makes this makes you look like I'm bald, yeah, yeah. with a giant Sarge symbol on it. So, <laughs> just in case you didn't know, he's a Sarge, right? All right, so there we go. <laughs> this is look just just so we know, Hunter. This is the first attempt. I wanted to see what it looked like. I sound like I buy helmets all the time, but just so you know, I have looked online for actual World War II helmets. They're expensive. And so that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm trying to get a genuine helmet or a reissue one. And it'll have, if it doesn't have the symbol on it like this, then I'm, I'll, I'll put this obscene thing on there. But it has to be on there anyway. It's, it has to be on there. <laughs> I, yeah, I have to say, I'm glad you have hair because you'd look terrible bald. Thanks, bro. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I could say that because I am going bald. So That's fine. Well, you're, you're going bald because you got a kid and a wife. Yeah. That's why you're going bald. <laughs> All right, so episode two hundred, we've we've come a long way, Sarge. We've had a lot of memories of a lot of predictions and stuff we've made on this on this show. I've made I've made a decision though. I think I have to always come on this show four drinks in. Oh, is that where you were? Is that what happened? That, that that's because we get more hits because I, I I banter more and I have good lines. Okay, okay, sounds good. 
Sounds good. All right. So, is is just Hunter? Is that what's his face that we play with on Destiny? He just changed his name. Who? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the other name he had. I think Hunter's always had the name of Hunter. I don't know if it's the same guy. He's got the five kids. Is that him? I don't know. Hunter, Hunter is that you? Hunter, do you have five kids? Yeah, you, you have five kids, Hunter. Oh, you're talking. No, you're talking about. No, no, no. That's, that's that's. Is it the wrong guy? That's the wrong person you're thinking of. Okay. Yeah, that's the. No, that's not Hunter. He probably scream out right now he's if you like, get it right. Yeah, he's like, "What are you talking about?" All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Uh, I've been playing. After I came off of the off of the, see hell no. Um, right. After I came off of Destiny, right? Because I'm I'm not playing Destiny. We're gonna talk yeah, about yeah. Destiny I because there's something going on right now. But I'm not playing Destiny. Even even first came in, he goes, "Hey, do you want to do the raids still in Destiny One?" I said, "You know what? No, because Destiny One would be a gateway drug." Where I would get it's not though and get involved again, and then I would want to do the raids in Destiny Two, and then I would start playing Destiny Two, and I just don't want to play it. I don't want to play it. I'm not, I'm not having any fun with it, so I'm done with it. So I started playing Tomb Raider. I, I started it on Tuesday evening and finished it on Wednesday night. So I played uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. Uh, it's made by Crystal Dynamics, right? And I have to tell you, I love the Tomb Raider series. The new reboot that happened in 2013, then 2015, then 2018. This is the one I played, Shadows of the Tomb Raider. Um, it goes through the story. It's a retelling of the story of Laura Croft and how she becomes Laura Croft that you know. It's like the prequel of her of her story. Of course it is. I, I absolutely loved it. Now, I played all the Uncharted series all right, on PlayStation, and I've played all of this one on Xbox, even though it's on all platforms. Actually, that's not true. I played two on Xbox and one on the PC, um, and I absolutely loved it. This game, as I, I was so disappointed because the day I started playing it is the day that Marvel Avengers, Crystal Dynamics said that we're postponing the game. Okay. Yeah, I finished it already. It was, it was 12 hours. You can still play more, Hunter. You can go. I only played 61% of the game. Like, the story's done. But there's so much stuff to collect, and I can still upgrade my tree. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. There's a lot of tombs, a lot of DLC that you can play with the game. Um, which is like each of, I think it's like $3 or $4 now. Um, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic game overall. Um, so basically Uncharted was phenomenal. I love the whole Uncharted series, but I think I like Tomb Raider more. And someone said it yesterday in my in my stream. Well, Tomb Raider is a is a staple if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, no, but Tomb Raider Tomb Raider is a staple of the PlayStation. Yeah, no, that's not why I I don't think it's bad. I think it's fantastic. But they're both the same, right? It's it's a treasure. Unchart, Uncharted is the male version, right? But but modern. And they're all they're Tomb all Tomb Raider. They're Tomb all Raider's after... been around since like the yeah, late nineties. But, but they're all made after Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? They're all Correct. they're all after Indiana Jones. Anyway, Treasure Hunters, National Treasure, all that stuff. I think, yeah, better because of boobs. Um, I just like the character. I like Nathan Drake in Uncharted. But as I was playing through the last one yesterday, I was like, man, I really love the dialogue. The dialogue, the voice acting, all through the whole series is great in Uncharted. But I think it just takes it a little bit better in the Tomb Raider series. 
it's a short game if you just play the main story. There's plenty of side quests. There's plenty of stuff to find. There's plenty of tombs to do. But overall, I absolutely loved it. If you guys have never played this Tomb Raider series, I, I think you can get them on Steam for pretty cheap. And the last one's on Game Pass right now. Two of them are on Game Pass. And I think you get the Definitive Edition. But it's a it's well worth the game. Well worth it. Uh, Laura uh, Lara Croft's um, character, just the dialogue. She There's this part in this game where she absolutely fucking loses it, and then she becomes a cold-hearted killer, right? And you're like, what the fuck? Like, she she just, she's been killing people throughout the game, throughout the three series, but there's a moment in this video game that happens that she thinks that someone is dead that she cares about, and she's like, fuck it. And she comes up out of this water, okay? It's like a Rambo scene, there's flames behind her. She comes out. It's like dark. That's that's, that's yeah, a rainbow. Yeah, scene. it's a it's a silhouette, and you could, and she goes, "I'm gonna kill everyone, everyone, last of you motherfuckers." I was like, "Holy shit!" And she comes out. She's got a machine gun, and you just start taking everyone out. And there's this moment of like, is it is it, is it bullet time? It it's not bullet time, but all of a sudden the the NPCs can't really hit you. It's like stormtrooper. It's to build right. up it's, this. It's, uh, it's, it's to build it's up to this. Offset your adrenaline, yes. so you're the one moving faster than them. Yes, I got you. it's 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 done really well. Right. right? I, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, because I always made a joke through the whole series that I played with this. I was like, anyone that comes in contact with Laura dies. It's like she's she's the kiss of death. Anybody that comes across the her, is, she's 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 death. Okay, villages, towns, anyone she sets on, if she touches something, she causes catastrophic events happen um the only thing i don't like about the series there's moments in the game that you have to like jump 10 feet okay there's these jumps that you do that are kind of unrealistic okay and i'm like okay but it kind of like pulls you out of the moment for a second right like you're hanging upside down on a, on a thing and then you're like there's no way i can get to that ledge and you do it all right and you're like all right that's pretty cool like she's a badass but there's these little jumps that you do it's like 10 feet and i can't make it right but then there's this other time in the game where you have to jump like 15 to 20 feet and you can do it in such an ease. And it's like, what is the difference between me jumping 10 feet and barely making it and then me jumping 18 feet or 20 feet and absolutely making it? It just it just pulls me out a little bit, right? Um, I like the stealth in the game. I like the upgrades in the game. You can upgrade your bows and different weapons. Uh, there's lots of things that you can find in the world that you get and you can trade in for cash. It's a phenomenal game. So on Tuesday, when Crystal Dynamics said that they're delaying Marvel, I was like, oh, God, this is Crystal Dynamics right here. And when you're playing Tomb Raider, you kind of feel like it's the same type of graphics and I get it, like the scenario of what Marvel's Avengers game is going to be. A little bit of quick time events, a little bit of things here and there, but it's also a game's a service, right? So going from Tomb Raider, I love it. You guys should check it out. I give it like an 8.5 to a 9. I won't give any game ever a 10. So basically me giving a 9 is like giving a 10 if I had to give it to a score. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. You should go check it out. Great story. Um, there's a little cutscene at the end that's... Uh, a nice little nod to her, like who she becomes. So Tomb Raider, Shadow Shadow of the Tomb Raider is is a fantastic game, so go check that out. Now going to delayed games. So on Tuesday they announced Marvel Avengers game and, Fi we go. and Final Fantasy VII's delayed. Now Final Fantasy VII is not delayed a lot. It's delayed from March to April 
which this makes sense. They're like, we just want to fine tune something. Great. Right? Yes, but you have to you have to remember, it's not the whole game. It's just the part in Midgar. That's it. Right. But what I'm saying, it's not the whole game. But what I'm saying is, they're delaying it. They're delaying it. I understand. They're cleaning it up. Great. I love that the fact that they're cleaning up. But a lot of people who don't pay attention to this stuff over the years, and all of a sudden are jumping back into it and thinking, oh, they're postponing because they're going to release it and it's going to be awesome. And it's just the beginning of the game until you leave Midgar. Well, right. But this is this is my. So this is what they said. Okay, it says we're making a tough decision in order to, to give ourselves a few extra weeks to apply final polish to the game and deliver you the best possible experience. Okay, um, on behalf of the whole team, we apologize for everyone. I know this means waiting for the game just a little bit longer, and thank you for your patience. People have been waiting this for years, so like one extra month, not a big deal. Now, this doesn't say for all games. Okay, these particular games that are being delayed right now, right? Uh, Animal Crossing. Marvel's Avengers, Final Fantasy VII, and now Cyberpunk. But games like Final Fantasy, if it's just a couple of weeks, you have to admit that that game's done, right? And they're literally just final polishing it off, right? And people that right. have people that have gotten their hands on it early um, have said it's a fantastic game. Okay, they they think it's great, so they're not worried about it. So the same the same though goes to Marvel Avengers, and Marvel Avengers said the exact same thing. They're saying that. The reason that they're not coming out right away is because they want to give it just an extra, extra bit of time so they can um, do the polish. Now, here's here's the difference between this and Final Fantasy and this and Cyberpunk, in my opinion, right? So Marvel doesn't come out till September now, okay? Cyberpunk doesn't come out till September now. Here's the two different scenarios. Marvel doesn't come out till September, and they had this ramp up and they do this video we watched in the end of november which is about five months ahead six months ahead of where the game is supposed to release on may 15th they released a video with a voiceover telling you what the game is about right we watched it on this podcast we watched it on my stream multiple times it tells you what the game's about what you're going to do how many things are in the game what you're what what the uh, characters the things you could buy the things you can upgrade the things they tell you all of this now, anytime a game does that, it means the game is coming out pretty soon, right? Soon. Grand Theft Auto does those. Rockstar does those. Witcher did those. Any type of major game that comes out is like, this is this is Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption is in the Wild West, and you're going to be taking this character, and you're going to be... It, it goes through a whole list of stuff that you're doing. Marvel Avengers game did this. Okay, They, they did a synopsis of the game with a voiceover and made it real professional, and... Anthem did it, and this is why I'm bringing it up. Anthem did the exact same thing. Okay, all of a sudden now they're delaying Marvel's Avengers, and they and, and it's and it's really close before the delay. Really close. It's not an outside time and delay. It's close right. and delay. So and it's not a delay that's just around the corner. It's a big delay. Right. It's another four and a half months away. Okay. Four and a half September. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's supposed to come out in May. Now it's coming out in September. It's an additional four and a half months. Wait, wait, which game are we talking about? Marvel's Avengers. We're supposed to come Avengers, out May 15th. I'm sorry. Okay. Avengers. Okay. okay. So they say, as fans ourselves, it's an honor and a privilege to work on these legendary characters, and we know that the superheroes means a lot to us and true believers around the world. Um, the Marvel Avengers, we commit in delivering an original story-driven campaign, engaging co-op, 
uh, compelling content for years to come. And to that end, we spend the additional development time focusing on fine-tuning and polishing the game with high standards of our fans expect and deserve. Okay, the worldwide team of working on Marvel's Avengers is seriously appreciates the support you've shown us, and we thrive to your enthusiasm and feedback, and we can't wait to show you more. We apologize for the delay, and we're confident it's worth the wait. Now, here's the Ooh. difference, right? There's a, there's a chin strap. The, here's the difference in why I feel this is kind of shady. Yes, they're delaying it. It's not May yet. But they're delaying it soon enough to give themselves an additional four and a half months. So now we're talking eight and a half months from now, the game comes out. Two reasons they could be doing this. One, they're like, holy shit, we don't want to bomb like Anthem. Okay. They've only worked on this game, I'm assuming, since May of 2017. Because they only showed us a clip, not even a gameplay. Captain America's shield. Right. Not enough time. Not enough time. If it started in May, it would give them three years. Right in, in 2017. Not, not, not for, well, well hold on. to be fair, to be more, it's double the time of Destiny. Des- Destiny, yes. Destiny, theirs in a year. Yeah, D- Destiny did theirs, and Anthem did theirs in in less than a year, eighteen months and and yeah. thirteen months. All right. So if they do delay, which they are, they delayed it. It's because they didn't want to have an Anthem on their hands. Okay, or. Black Widow comes out, I believe, in May. Is if I'm not mistaken, is that is that correct? The, they're trying to they're trying to connect it. Well, course, well, it's a prequel. Trying to connect it. Well, it's a prequel. They're not really trying to connect it, but it's it's the Marvel sort of like the hype that you got that right now it's happening. The Witcher series came out on Netflix. Okay, the Witcher series on Netflix has nothing to do with the Witcher three. It's like way before the acts of Witcher three. Okay, it's in the books. It's not part of the video game, but yet the main character of Witcher is part of the video game, and that's where he, he took his uh, inspiration from, as, as Gerald, sure, sure. right? That's why he talks like that. That's what it is, right? So if The Witcher got really po- positive stuff because of the of the series, right now, Black Widow comes out, and then it goes dead. But at the end of this year, Marvel has the... Um, oh, God, I just... Uh, what's the one? The, they're, they're using it for advertising purposes. No, 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 but there's another... I forget which one it is now. It starts with an E. I can't even think about it. My brain just went dead. I've completely lost. You mean there's another there's another uh, Marvel movie coming out? There's a movie. Internals. The Internals. Okay. The Internals are coming out at the end of this year. Okay. WandaVision's coming out at the end of this year now. It was supposed to be at the beginning of 2020. They now pushed it back into the end of 2020. Or I'm sorry. It was supposed to come out in 2021. It's now pushed into 2020. So... This is what I think is happening. They delay the Marvel game. They delay the Marvel game into that part of the uh, part of that uh, spectrum because not only are the Eternals coming out, but also WandaVision's coming out on on TV well, for be, Disney to Plus. To be honest, bro, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be negative, but I don't really expect the Eternals and WandaVision to be like an Avengers Endgame. No, no, no. It's not so supposed if to be. If, if they're trying to, if they're trying to pair it up with something that. If, if they're trying to pair it up with something that's supposed to hype up everybody to get everyone out, I don't think Eternals is going to do it. It's not. It's not about that. What it is is association. Netflix series came out on Netflix. Right? Witcher came out on Netflix, and the hype of the Witcher on Netflix hyped up Witcher Three. It's a five-year-old game, okay, six-year-old game, and it had more concurrent players playing that game based on the TV series that has nothing to do with the actual game, right? The reason that Swotor 
got so popular and Battlefront 2 got so popular is because the Mandalorian and people wanted to play the Mandalorian and be bounty hunters and stuff in the Old Republic and such. They want to play Star Wars and be the, the Jedi and, and whatever else. They get hyped up, right? Right. The, just, just using as as an example, look what happened when The Witcher show came out. That's what I'm saying. And how, and how many people wanted to play Witcher? This is... Okay, Pardon Sarge, he's four drinks in. He literally just repeated everything I just said to him and he didn't even pay attention. Okay, I literally just said that to you and you gave me an example of my own thing I just said to you. <laughs> but that's the best that's the best example. Yes. Yes it is, Sarge. It's a good thing you brought it up. Okay. So when they bring the Marvels into the end of this year, it will sell the game more because of the coherent of of all the other Marvel activity that's starting. Okay. But the negative side of me thinks that they were going to release a broke game. Oh, yeah. And the only reason I say this is because it's a games as service and it's oh, yeah. not a single player game. That's correct. Okay. So if they didn't delay it, we're now getting, we were going to get a broken game at launch. We were, we were going to get something between Anthem and 76. Right. Okay. Somewhere between Anthem and 76. So now what people. Okay, now they've delayed it an additional four and a half months of their original date. Mm. So now everyone's like, well, I'm happy it's delayed. I am too. Until the day it comes out, and then you hear it's buggy, it's broke, it doesn't have endgame, it doesn't have this, and you're like, what was games the point? The, what was the point? The service, end of the year, a lot of sales for holidays. They don't care. They'll fix it in the spring. In the, and they're fixing it in the spring. Right. That's what it is. Okay. So... Bravo to them for delaying it, and maybe I'm thinking it's more for the advertisement type of stuff without advertising. It's just the right, hype to connect, connect with heart, to connect right. with Marvel. Just yeah, connect sure. to all the Marvel stuff, even though even though Eternals is not in the game. No, no, it doesn't have to be. Well, either is doesn't, doesn't have to be. It's just Marvel. Either is the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's because, not in because, in Swotor because the guys in the suits think that Marvel's Marvel, and we can just kind of cross promote whatever. Well, well, that's what it is. It it is. People look at it and go, oh, "Man, I really want to play a superhero," and then they go play a superhero, right? No, I get it. Not the same superheroes, but okay. no, it's not the same superheroes. But the Mandalorian did extremely well, and people went back to play. Swotor to be a bounty hunter, even though it's not the Mandalorian. You just made a Mandalorian I, to I be it. I would like to see. I would like to see the 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 numbers on that. I'll give it a couple months. I want to see the numbers on that. A numbers on on what? The numbers on that if people went back to play Swotor as a bounty hunter because of the Mandalorian. I know. Tw I know this is a small setting, but I know at least twenty people that went back to Swotor. I went. I started playing Swotor just to play a bounty hunter, just to be a Mandalorian. Right, and I know twenty other people that were streamers that did the exact same thing. Okay, so yeah, I think it's the thing. Right, Witcher, same exact thing. So now let's go to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I'm okay with them delaying it. Yes, it hurts. It hurts. Now, Witcher three got delayed twice before it came out. Okay, and it came out as one of the best games of a decade. Right, it was one of the best games. Now, Cyberpunk, they said they, they need to they need to fix it because it needs to be more time. There's just a lot of stuff they have to do. It's but a, how far is it, how far is the delay for them? It's four and a half more extra five months. It's from that's April a, that's, that's April to while. September. Okay, that's a while. Well, Witcher did the same thing. But here's no, 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 no. I get it. So it's still a significant here's why I'm not upset about Cyberpunk is because the company CD Projekt Red has earned my trust. Right, they've earned my trust because they make good games. Right. They make great content. They make great games. Was The Witcher 3 buggy? Sure. Was it Bethesda buggy? No. Okay, some people have more bugs and issues than other people. 
But CD, nobody has more bugs than Bethesda. CD Projekt Red, though, has earned my respect. So when they delay the game, I'm like, eh, it's no big deal. I'll wait. Okay. But now there's this giant void, personally for me, and I'm sure the rest of you, because I was going to play Cyberpunk in April and I was going to play Marvel in May. Okay. Well, even even worse than that. Now that now that Cyberpunk is pushed back, what system are you playing in? Well, here's my thing, and I read an article right? just recently. Okay, now there's no games happening in the beginning of the year that I'm interested in. Okay, they're all in September. Now in September, Destiny might come out with an expansion. I might play that again. Okay, mm. Marvel's coming out in September, and Cyberpunk's coming out in September, and that's just the games I remember. Okay, I'm sure there's other games coming out in September and other updates that'll be coming out in September around that time that I'll be interested in playing. Now, you bring up a great point there, Sarge, about the consoles. Now, there is an article. Let me see if I can find it real fast. There is an article that talks about how Cyberpunk came out and said that they have no plans. All right, it says Cyberpunk devs currently has no plans for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions. Now, doesn't mean they're not coming out with a version. Here's my take on this. Okay, just like... Is there, the is there a graphic settings? That that's what says it to me. Well, right. You don't need to make the game for the system, right? But do I get to do I get to juice up the graphics? Is the question. You better, better. Um, you better Here, bet my... your ass. You better bet your ass that this game is coming out on the new system at 4K at 120 frames per second. Okay, because if they have anything that's coming out on PC later down the road, then it's going to be on the new systems. Now. It's not going to be on the new systems quite yet because let's say it did come out in April, okay? You have eight months, eight months, nine months to go, ah, you know what? I'm going to buy it because if it does come out on the new system, okay, I'll get it when it comes out later if I'm a big fan, okay? But now it gets closer to the release of the of the, of the gaming console. I think, it, I think it's done on purpose. Okay. And now you're like, do I buy it for Xbox One? Or do I buy it for Xbox One X? Or do I buy it for PlayStation 4? Or do I buy it for PlayStation 5? Or do I just get it for the PC? Right. Right. Because because it's already been told. Listen, it's already been told that they're making games for the systems that we have right now, not for the system that's coming out. They've said it. They've said it out loud. Correct. Which means that we're not going to see games for the system that it is until a year or two down the road. So if that's the case... And I'm a gamer. Why am I going to buy Cyberpunk for my Xbox One when I can get it for my PC? Well, if the only reason you would buy it is because you want to play the game day one, right? You just you can't wait any longer, right? And you you got to play it, and that would be the only reason. If you buy yeah, it, but that but that but that's saying you're the crazy fan. You're going to buy it multiple times anyway. I'm talking about the average Joe. Are you going to buy it? No. Are you going to buy it for a fucking console? But that's it. Just it. It's not for the average Joe when a company does these things. It does it for the hardcore fans. Hardcore fans are going to buy it on the place uh, on the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One, and then when it comes out for their whatever other system, if they buy a PlayStation Five or they buy, buy they'll buy it again. And if it doesn't come out, I don't know. Is do we know if Cyberpunk's coming out on all platforms at the same time? Is Cyberpunk coming out on PC the exact same time as well? Uh, the way that they're the way that they're letting things go here, I don't think they would be. I think it, I, I think it is. I think it's on all, I think, all, I think, all platforms. I think PC comes out later. I, I gotta. I, I'm pretty sure it does. Um, let's see. Cyberpunk releasing on 
I mean, it, it goes along with what they're saying. It, why? Why would I? No, it is. It? it is releasing the same time. Let's see that. Then, then there you go. Why would I get it for a console? Well, you would get it for a console if you didn't own a PC. Yeah, but there's a lot talking... of people that don't own PCs, Sarge. Yeah, I get it. But the price point that the new system's coming out with, you can get a PC that's going to run the game anyway. But you know what I mean? again, people like buying consoles because they like the the easy factor of not I, updating I, drivers and I they know, can take bro. it and move I it to know, a television but, and but play it on the Xbox. Their... But the Xbox, the way it looks and the way they're talking about it, that's basically a PC. Oh, I get it. That is basically a PC. So you can play Cyberpunk on your new Xbox, but it will be backwards compatible, right? Like you'll be able to play Cyberpunk on your oh. new system, All right, so here's, but here's you a won't segue. be having a game for the new system. It would right, be here, an here. old game on the new system. Okay, so if this this is this is this is my mentality. Bless you. This is my mentality to to understand if it's. If it's worth getting, right? So I've been playing Fallout 4 for a long time, right? right? And with the mods Still and playing. things that you play, with the mods and things that you play with, even if you're playing on a PC, the game is in a way where it can't render certain things, so the game crashes a lot when you have too much stuff going on, right? Right. So in my head, in my head, if the if the new Xbox is as good as is as good as they say it is, I would get it just to play Fallout 4 without it crashing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because the power is there to run the mods without it crashing. Like, that's how I think about it as far as backwards compatibility, backwards compatibility, or does it help the game since because it's backwards compatible, it has more memory to draw from now. Right? Right. Right. So that's how I look at it. So now, if you're going to make a game such as Marvel's Avengers or Cyberpunk 2077, and you're telling me before we even begin, before we end the year... You're telling me that the game was not made for this system. You're telling me that the game was made for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 right now. So the way I look at that is the same way I looked at God of War. I think it was it 2 or was it 3? I think it was 2. God of War 2 came out at the very end of PlayStation 2. Like God of War was released... And then, like, six months later, the new PlayStation came out. And rest assured, God of War played... It was a side-scroller side at that time. God of War looked the most amazing, and it played the most amazing it ever did on the tail end of the console they knew what it was being made for. Right? So now, I'm looking at this as, you guys have never even tried to work on anything for this next system. So I'm hoping that because it's now the tail end, this is the tail end of the system and we're getting ready to go into another system. Right, we're getting the best games, that, the best games right, coming out right at the end. That this game, the Cyberpunk, okay, and Avengers should be the best game for the tail end right. of this system right. because they had that long to figure out what the system can do, what it can't and this is the end game for that. Right. That's what I'm kind of excited for. But when it's delayed like this, I start to wonder. Right. You know what you know, what's possible on the hardware. What are you guys trying to do right now? What are you guys trying to do right now that you're pushing it back? Not some of you four months, but seven months. Right. Right. Well, 
it's it's five months from where their original date was. You can't you can't say it's delayed seven months. It's delayed uh, the additional uh, but, yeah. But it was but it was delayed once before. So let's go ahead. I got what you're saying. Well, look, delaying games happens, and this is like a, a double standard, right? Certain games get delayed, and you're like, oh shit, that's done. That game's done, right? That game's done. Remember the Last Guardian? Nobody does, right? It got delayed for like seven years, okay? And when it came out, no one gave Nobody a shit cared. anymore, right? Nobody cared. No Man's Sky got delayed and delayed and delayed. And when it finally came out, it was a lump of shit when it first came out. And now it's thriving. It's it's a it's a great game. Battlefront 2, when it came out, it had microtransaction, wasn't a complete game. Now it's one of the best games that you could probably pay and get for the price, okay? It really is a great game, okay? There's so many games that go through the whole process, Okay, but you have to wait. And I had to talk about this on my micro episodes of what's the difference between alpha, beta, and a release game that's like an alpha that keeps updating, right? They're all how the... many how many lies they told you before they sold it, right? So it's like, is it a big deal that Cyberpunk is delayed till September? I don't think so. Yes, personally, I'm upset about it because I have nothing to play. But I don't think it's going to affect the game in any way, shape, or form. I think they're going to come out with a great product until they prove me otherwise, right? They've earned my respect. Crystal Dynamics. No, no, no. They've earned your patience. Well, no, they've also earned my respect though because they make a good, they make great games, right? They they respect their clients, they respect their consumer, their customer. They give us more than we we. They give us what the money's worth. They they think the money's worth, right? Extra stuff in the game. They give value fam, value, for, value dollar. for your dollar, right? Where other games don't, they just like yeah, that's right. We'll we'll delay it, and then when we'll it comes out. It's still we'll broke. It. We'll fix it later. We'll fix it for four more months, and when it comes out, we'll fix it for another twelve months, and we'll and we'll still get their full full payment. Right? This is a single player game, right? Cyberpunk is a single player game. This is why I'm okay with it. Final Fantasy is a single player game. This is why I'm okay with it. Crystal Dynamic, Tomb Raider is a single player game. Phenomenal. Crystal Dynamic Avengers game is a games as service, and here's why I'm like, games as services. All have been troubled. All of them. Every single one that's come out has had problems. Every single one. We find out after the fact that Destiny uh, wasn't... They didn't cut content. And then we find out that they only worked on the game for 18 months. Right? And then they, they, they try to just drag it out. Then we imagine, find out... Imagine if they had the full three years or four years. And then we find out that Destiny 2 did the exact same thing as destiny one right where they only worked on it for 18 months then we find out the division didn't work on it all the way through and it took them 18 months on top of the game being released then division two comes out and they're still having problems with division two right it's just that it's popular that this is par for course right it, it's not it's not to be respected and say well this is the way it is i disagree with that statement right right so when people say and i, I love the comment that um morimoto made all right where he said a delayed, uh, a bad. What, what was the What was the quote? I have the quote. Give me a a, a delayed game is, fuck. Where is? I think it? I know which quote. I know. I think I know which quote you're talking about. I have it here somewhere. Uh, what is it? A gate. A great game is, a delayed game can be good, but a bad game is always bad. Something like that, right? Isn't that what the what the what the quote is? I fucked it up. I know I did. I probably threw it away. I wrote it down as a as a as a thing, and I can't even find the paper now that I wrote it down on. Where is it? Here it is. A delayed game is eventually good, but a rush game is forever bad. Okay. This that was made in 2012. 
He made that quote in 2012. That was a different industry back then than it is now. Okay? There's a lot of games that have come out that, if they're rushed, they're forever bad. Right? There's still games that are playing right now that were rushed out and people love them to death. Hence, Destiny. Hence, Division. Hence, any other games of service game that's out there right now. So this is why it's a double standard. Single-player games that get delayed, okay, I think still hold true to they're going to be good, right? Delayed game is eventually good. But a rush game is eventually bad or always bad. But the, the issue remains the same. The issue is that if you're going to release a game and you don't fear the consequence of it because the people love it so much that they don't care they're going to pay for it regardless, right? And you'll fix it later, right? You, you're, you're basically saying to the public or to your consumer base that, you know, we love you guys enough. We know you're going to buy it. It doesn't matter if we do wrong or not, right? That's what it really says. Right. Whereas beforehand, if you released a bad product, that was your ass, like, that was literally your ass. If you released a bad product, the next time you try to come out with something, your sales would be significantly less because nobody wanted to trust it. Right. Right? Right. The mentality now is benefit of the doubt, fan base, and loyalty. Right? And because the game comes out half-assed and broken, because you bought it before, and because you're loyal to them, you say you don't care. Right. You say you don't care. I'll wait for you to fix it. But when, by the time they're done fixing it, it's time for the next game. So did you get your game when it came out? Right, no. Right. You did not. So going forward, what do you guys think, chat? Do you think this is 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 a good thing that are delayed or a bad thing? I know you were all upset because we're all looking forward to Cyberpunk. I'm not upset, but disappointed. I gotta, post, I gotta postpone my tattoo now. I gotta, I gotta wait. I gotta wait till September. And to answer your question, Hunter, they said that the multiplayer game. There's no. They haven't even started working on it. It was gonna be a standalone game in Cyberpunk. Now we don't know if they're gonna add it as a free DLC, like sort of Grand Theft Auto did, right? As online multiplayer, or if it's a standalone game. Like doing something, let's say, like uh, Apex, you know, where it's a free game and then they charge stuff, or they're going to make it a standalone charging game and or whatever they're going to do, right? They said they're going to do it in a smart, a smart business model, right? They they're not going to do micro microtransactions. They never said microtransactions. They did say they wanted to do a multiplayer game, but it's separate yeah. from the cyberpunk that it is. I don't think they're delaying this game to add the multiplayer. I I, I guarantee you they're not. CD Projekt Red, their masters at the single player genre, right? They they're really good at making I mean, the single it, it player. I mean, it might game. be it might be because of multiplayer. It's not. It, I, it might be. No. Cuz they're not, not released. They said they're not releasing at the same time. So, holding back the single player game for multiplayer, multiplayer is not going to be on the disc for Cyberpunk 2077. So, it wouldn't make any sense. Listen, I I know, but there's always there's always something right? it's it's very it's very hard to put yourself in the in the shoes of the developer and what is going on right now the guys are sitting in a room and they're saying are we are we to the point now where we are polishing ready to launch and they say no we are not to the point of polishing we still have things that we need to solve before the polishing and i think at that point they know it's x number of months before the game can be polished and ready. So for me, 
a polishing term usually is about two or three months. Just to make sure even that things are weeks. ironed out. Yeah, even a if couple you weeks. Care. It all depends without, on without without a gun to the head deadline. Right. Without a gun to the head deadline, two or three months, respectable for polishing, right? But when you postpone for five, six, seven months, okay, it's it talks about other things in the game, right? And then I start thinking about all the things that they want to put in, but now can't, and because it's a live service. What can we hold back and go into later and let's get this product out? Like, that's the problem. Right. That's when I look at stuff like that's when I look at the big picture and I'm like, well, they want to release it. It has to release this year. Right. That's what it is. We have to release this year. Now, I'll be honest with you. I will not be surprised. Okay. I will not be surprised if Avengers doesn't release until 2021. Like if February, if like February, it, the fiscal year, Mike. Not, not no, no, no. I got you. I got you. Fiscal year. So February 2021. I will not be surprised if, at all if Marvel if, if Marvel Avengers game gets to pushed back one more time. It's dead. It's dead. Don't waste your money. If it gets pushed back one more delay, right? We're we're approaching in July or August, and all of a sudden they say, all of a sudden they say, Crystal Dynamics says. Sorry, guys, we still need some more time to make it. They were going to give us a broken game in May. They were going to give us a broken game in May, and they were going to work on it for the next 12, 12 fucking months. Okay? If it gets pushed back again in the future, it's dead. Do not. I'm telling you right now, right now, if Crystal Dynamics, and I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I want this game to succeed so well, if it comes, if it gets pushed back to 2021, stay clear of that game for at least another six to eight months so you don't which, don't which, get which it until it four years. Don't get it, make it right. four years. Don't get it until late September of 2021 instead of 2020. I'm telling you right now, if it gets pushed back into 2021, you might as well wait until buy it into 2022 because it's just going to be a clusterfuck of yet another games of service game that's going to be a shit fest. Okay, I'm telling you right now. Uh, I I would have to say this in in just my opinion, of course, because I'm opening my mouth without facts, but if if a game, if a normal game, since we've been three to five years, show three to five three years, three to five is a is good a, game. Is a is a term of time for a single player game to make a good single a good, player game. A good single player game. Right. Now we're talking about a games as service multiplayer game. Yep. I would think we'd have to add another year, maybe a little bit more on top of that. I would have to say four right? to five. Yeah, I would say four to right? five. I would say probably four to six years to get that game correct. Now, if everything is true by what we know, and the game was started in late 2016, early 2017, you talk about, about Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, I don't think it was okay. a main. I don't think it started until May of 2017. Whatever. Okay, I'm giving you benefit of the doubt. Okay, that that's only about two and a half, three years. Okay, now that's that sounds pretty good for a single player game. Iron it out, kind of good. Might be able to release it, type of thing. But. For a games a service game, I don't think so. Like I, you know, I un, until, and this is this is another thing that people don't talk about, but uh, the the cycle of industry usually goes: hardware gets advanced for a little bit, and then software gets advanced for a little bit, which means developers find new and easier ways to create whatever worlds or things that they're doing in a game. Then it goes back to hardware. 
then it goes back over to software. And it's been doing this ever since we've been playing video games, right? The last the last couple things that have happened have all been hardware. Hasn't been anything software because there hasn't been any great jumps in engines or software that people are bragging about it. They're still using engines that are 10 years old, right? So now we're coming out with a new hardware, but all it really does is make things go a little quicker. They're talking about load times and that kind of thing. I get it. But what hasn't happened in a long time is a push in the software area right. where new engines, different types of techniques, whatever is happening that they brag about. Remember E3 and a couple other kind of little industry things that happened throughout the year. If something was going on, right, the developers would brag about it. Like, we got this new engine. We got this new program. This is what we can do with it. I remember watching things like that throughout the year. Look what we can do to make a world. Look what we can do to do this. And I haven't seen that for a while. So I'm looking at this as a now, I'll call it a clear box, not a solid box. I'll call it a, clear, a transparent box that everybody's in and they're trying to make the best possible product with what they have right now. Ergo, Anthem, 76, GTA, all the big open world games, like what you're trying to do with what we have. And now we've gotten to the point where three to five years, unfortunately, might not be enough anymore with the with right. the standard of 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 product and and the tools that they have currently right now three to five might not be enough for a triple a title and according to what industry uh, uh marketers and the guys who figure things out for like what what the stock should be and how the company should progress throughout the year they can't say anything because nobody's giving them the information that this game's coming out this fall. This game's coming out in the spring. We got this game coming out. Like, there's no definitives anymore. It's kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. And this is why. And this is where we are. So now I don't, I can't, I can't put everything into hype about something that I think may be ready at a certain time. I've always said this. Don't give us a date. If you're not sure that that date, like just tell us it's coming out in 2020, right? right? Just shut up. Just don't tell us an actual hard date. Cause when you tell us a hard date, we start getting hyped, right? The reason they tell us a hard date though, is because they want pre-orders. They want pre-orders. Yes. They want pre-orders. Yes. Now brain said something like this in the other day in the, in the stream. He says, I bet you the pre-orders for Marvel Avengers and uh, Marvel's game was way low because nobody knew what it was. They didn't really know what, what the game was about and it was low. So they said, you know what? Let's push it back to September, right? And let's see what works out there. 200 people worked on Witcher 3, not all 200 programmed. The CD Projekt Red's company, though, is 800 people. 800 people. Yes, they're working on multiple projects. There was an interview that they said that, okay? But you said 18 game devs. There's more than 18 people working on that worked on... There's thousands of people that worked on Witcher 3, okay? Thousands. That's including the people in the house... And the people they exported, uh, you know, put it out outsourced. to other outsourced, outsourced other companies. Okay, CD Projekt Red, I can guarantee you, has more than two hundred people working on uh, on Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I I can guarantee you. <clears throat> so so going forward, I, I I just feel that games of service are different than single player games. If a single player game, if a single player game comes out and it's delayed, cool. But the games of service game is delayed. 
it's either delayed and it's still going to be bad or they release it and then it's still bad because they're still working on it because they still have to hit the three to five years before the game is good. Look at Destiny. 18 months. 18 months before it launched. Okay, after they wiped out 18 months. And then how long did it take Destiny 1 to become a good game? Right? It took three years on top of the 18 months, which mathematically is four and a half years before it was good. And then what did they do? They imploded it. They imploded it and started over from scratch. And they started again. 18 months for D2. And then where are we at right now with Destiny 2, right? You can say if it's good in a better place, it's a better game than it was when it first launched, okay? Back in 2017, it's a better game than it launched in 2017. Let's add it together. It's four years. Four years to make a good game, right? Three to five years to make a good game. And then what do they do? They implode it and go on to the next the next thing. So... um. <clears throat> Next story, I want to talk about going from Bungie, right? Going from that to Destiny. Destiny's puzzle right now. There's a puzzle in the game, which I find fucking hilarious, okay? I find it great. I'm not playing Destiny anymore, but I find what the community is doing, I find it, like, phenomenal. I think it's fantastic of what the community is doing. But what I don't, what I don't like is what Bungie is doing to the actual community, Okay, I understand, and I'm not talking for the community because the community loves it, right? The community is like, oh my god, this is so good, right? This is so good. They they gave us this puzzle. I don't know if you know about this, Sarge. There's a there's a spot, and part of me not knowing the area of the of the of the game it's in, but you go through this sector in the in the sundial, right? Well, it's not in the sundial event, but in this, uh, let's go find Sate 14. Okay, it's on Mercury. Thank you, Duplass. And you run through the spot, and when you get to the end, there's this emblem at the bottom. There's this emblem. Corridors of time. Thank you, Buck. Right? Corridors of time. And you look down at the bottom and there's an emblem and at the at the bottom of the emblem, let me let me uh let me get you some some uh some work here. Because I have to it's 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 the puzzle that's that's making everyone go crazy and losing their mind. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get a an image on the on the on the board so you know what I'm I'm talking about. Uh let's see. Okay. So this is this is the puzzle. Uh, save image, open as. Where the hell is it? Writing's not that easy. Nope. I'll just bring up Rickacus's uh, video as we're as we're talking about this. Okay, and I'll, I'll switch to the other scene. This is Rickacus. Okay, this is the corridors of time. As you run through the corridors of time, at the very end of this, there's a little emblem that you see. Okay, at the at the end of the emblem, you'll see this picture right here. Okay, this picture right here is what you see at the bottom, and there's different coordinates and different things. So people started figuring it out that oh, well, when I took my other character, it was different things, and they started putting everything together. Okay, there's thousands of people submitting pictures. Okay, and there's spreadsheets with thousands of markings, and people are trying to figure it out, and all the connections and stuff like that. It's absolutely batshit crazy okay but that's what it that's what a loyal fan base would do right so this is what it's supposed to look like right the hexagons and they have open edges and you're gonna run through it oh god i gotta i gotta figure out calculus now you're, Go you're, you're gonna run through it like this okay but let me show you what they really think because there's a there's a another guy uh let me see let me go to my my history here real fast because i just had him up earlier 
Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Here it is. News updates. Um, he has it where he actually shows. Where is it? Did I already pass it? I'll let this play for a second. He shows a clip of what it's actually supposed to be. And when it when he shows it, it's a long ass freaking maze. Like it's it's different paths. Okay. So Bungie's saying, hey, take it easy. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Don't that's, don't that's don't, not that's not what they do. Don't don't play for 50 hours. <laughs> uh, right? Don't don't play for for that long. Just from that statement alone, it'll be solved tomorrow. No, it's been three days. It's been three It'll be days. Tomorrow. Where the hell is this 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 part? No, I guess I did. I pass it. Does he bring it up here? I know he shows a a picture of what it's supposed to look like if you if you finish it, but apparently I can't find it on the on the on the scroll. Anyway, it's this long freaking path, and it's taken thousands of people. Since Tuesday's reset to now, they still haven't figured it out, right? They say it's not time-gated, but yet every day, more stuff gets released. I would call that time-gated, wouldn't you, Sarge? Like if yeah, that's, more that's stuff, what time-gated is. If more stuff comes out the following day yeah, so what time -gated to is. make you figure out what's going on in the actual game, then I guess it would be considered time-gated, right? I mean, that's, that's my definition of time-gated. Apparently, I don't know where this thing is. Maybe I missed it in the beginning here. Let me let me let me scroll through here real fast again. See if I find it. He has a picture of it and it shows you what he's actually looking at. And I can't find it. Alright. It's the wrong vid. <clears throat> anyway. What do you think about this, Sarge, as far as this is content that Destiny put in the game. And they did this one year ago today with the Oz, with the um, Izazagi Forge, okay? Where they had this puzzle and they had to figure it out and then they fucked up the puzzle and they had to give the answer, okay? And now they have this puzzle a year later and what could come out of this? I already know what's going to come out of it. But what could come out of this that at the end of this 72-hour... 80-hour puzzle that the community comes together. And it's a beautiful thing that the community is coming together to do this. But I doubt Bungie was like, hey, let's put something in the game where people will figure out on spreadsheets across multiple platforms over on Discord as all the streamers get together and the community works together. I doubt they thought this was going to happen. All right. So I'll, I'll try to be short, short and sweet and not long-winded. So Bungie at this point only cares about the term that they use, which is called engagement. Okay. Now, I personally have stopped believing in Bungie to be a games as a service and just as a game that you play until the next iteration comes out, like a Call of Duty, you know, like that kind of thing. Like when the next year comes out, the next game comes out, the new maps come out, and you get into it again until you're you're done with that and you move on. This is just their attempt to keep people busy and, quote-unquote, with the air quotes, engaged to keep people interested in something that they're, they're pretty much done with. 
And the only time I ever see them release this kind of thing, and, and it's because of metrics, you have to understand it's metrics, is that the reason why these things come out at the same time every year is because that's when the numbers drop every year. Like, this is when the numbers drop. So how do we get people engaged in the game again? So they release something like this in order to get the community engaged again. I, I applaud them for trying to do something that actually brings the community together because they know they have a strong community and they want to have some fun with it. Right. Right. But on the game side of it as something for you to do because you want to actually play the game. I, I'm not interested. I, I don't get right. interested because of this. Oh, there's people now, that, are, that love this stuff. I, I'm sure they do. But if you were starving and I threw you a cracker, right. it would be, be the, the best, best cracker be the best you cracker. ever had. Yeah. Right? That's just how it goes. So I I I get what they're trying to do. And I'm I'm sure the people that are hardcore looking for any crumb or any cracker to do with that they're having fun with it. Right. But I'm sure at the end of this little rat maze is a piece of cheese. And the piece of cheese is probably a weapon. Exotic weapon. Right. Maybe an exotic and, weapon. And maybe, maybe you get a cutscene. You get a cutscene or something of some you sort. You know what? I would, ho I would hope. I would hope that if you bring the community together like this, that it is a cutscene. Because if you did this and there's no cutscene, I would just label it as lazy content. Well, we had a conversation on Monday, right? Because they had a, the exotic quest that came out this last week, right? You got it, the exotic weapon, in literally 30 minutes. You had to do this certain thing, 30 minutes, go collect these. 10 things, go kill somebody, and boom, go cutscene, and then, uh, or dialogue scene, not cutscene, dialogue scene, and you got the weapon within 35, 40 minutes, right? For an exotic weapon. And then you have this, right? If this is an exotic weapon, and it's taken thousands of people, spreadsheets over multiple days, 24 7, where is the balance in between of really easy exotics weapons to get and really ridiculous exotics to get, right? Because this one you got in a half hour, it could be a really good weapon, and then this one could be really shitty, okay? And where is that balance in between? Do you think? I mean, I'm cool with them. Like Buckeye said, they they've gotten 19 pieces of lore and an emblem so far, okay? Cool, okay? But I feel like this is bare minimum right they've done the bare minimum they put a puzzle together on the on the screen and everyone else is trying to figure out what the puzzle is now here's the problem that could happen what if the community can't figure it out what we've already seen that we've already seen that happen before right what happens if the community can't figure it out and now we're going into a week later uh five or uh, eight days nine days well, ten days but, two weeks but cal calm down 30 why is that a bad thing I, why? Why is it? Why is it? If the community can't figure it out in three days or four days, that it's a problem. Why can't it just be a continuing puzzle for this season that they're trying to figure out? Isn't that? Isn't that better? Isn't that better they, that it's hard and then they, they have to figure it out? Yes. So and so no. are they are they rolling dice to see how long it takes before people start crying? Well, that's just it, right? You think that's what it is? Because if they if if they don't get it, if the community doesn't get it, and Bungie says, all right. We'll give you the answer. Here it is. It's opened up for you. Then it's almost like another waste of fucking time, right? You guys couldn't figure it out. We're just going to open the door for you, right? And you're like, what? Wait, we just right. worked for 85 hours right. for nothing then because you were going to open the door for us anyway.
But the metrics said that if we didn't open the door for you, you would stop playing. But this is so my we had whole, to open up the door. This is my whole problem, though. Everything you do in this game, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is almost like saying it's a community event. Okay, this is a community event that the community made for themselves. Because Bungie didn't make this a community event. They didn't talk about it as a community event. It was a secret quest. It's, some, it's just something that came It was up. a secret quest that they put out there, and it so happens that it took off, right? Steve, what do you got ready right now? What do you got? The metrics are down. What do you got? Is that a puzzle? Yeah, yeah, the puzzle. Bring it over. You got a puzzle. Oh, man. Right? So they're doing this all for an exotic weapon. Like, it has to be something. It has to be something good, right? And the expectations are now... Here's here's where the the mentality of the community goes now, right? They've said nothing about it. It's a secret quest. Everything that we're doing right now, thinking about the quest, is it could be this. It could be the exotic weapon. It could open up the vault of glass. It could bring us back to the old planet. It could bring Destiny 1 back in, right? Doesn't that sound amazing? It sounds all amazing, right? It sounds amazing. Here's the defense, right? Here's the, here's the, here's the defense that someone will tell you. If it comes out and it's two blues and an emblem or one exotic weapon, and someone goes, that's it? That's all they're giving us? And someone goes, they never said what it was supposed to be. They never said it was supposed to be an exotic weapon. So you should just be thankful that it's an exotic weapon. You should just be grateful that they put this in the game. And and my brain hurts now because I'm okay with puzzles, right? Tomb Raider has puzzles. World of Warcraft had puzzles, like things you had to figure out. The one that was, the one that was in Rise of Iron I thought was awesome. I like that no, one. No, no, yeah, but what I'm saying is you could figure these puzzles out in the game without spreadsheets and thousands of other people to outsource the job to okay we just had a conversation it only took 200 people to make a video game but yet it's taking a thousand people to break the code to get through what we think is part one of the actual puzzle okay like it just boggles my mind that doesn't matter what happens the people that are glossed over Right, and they're looking at Destiny, the beautiful stripper girlfriend. They're looking at her, and she can't do anything wrong. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. She's still hot, though. Yeah, she's totally hot. She's still hot. Okay, you, she can't do anything wrong. She never told you she was going to give you an exotic weapon. She never told you there was going to be a time where you get to go through a portal. All oh, that lore. See how much lore they gave us. It's so good. And it's like they gave us nothing for three weeks. There was no lore for three weeks. First two weeks, lore. Then. No lore. And now, shit ton of lore. And it's just like, how, how, how? Just it's how? Not, but, but, but you see, the way, the way I come to terms with it, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to be negative. It's just the way I look at it. I, I don't look at Destiny as a games of service. No. If you stop looking at it as a games of service and just look at it as when the next yep. version comes out. That's what I'm doing. Then that's that. And then you'll be completely fine with it. And I am. The, because, because it's. We, we live in a world right now where content is eviscerated, like immediately. As soon as the content is released, it's they a, destroy it. it. Yep. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the complexity. It doesn't matter the, con the kind of content. As soon as new content is released, the loyal fan base is going to surgically <laughs> ev eviscerate the entire thing, whatever it is. I, I got a web page. I got three YouTube channels. There, there's 10 made streamers that are talking about it. It's 24 seven for the about next it. 72 hours. Right. That's all they're trying to do is figure out the puzzle. It doesn't matter what you come out with. 
right? What matters is that if you're having fun with it or not. What the problem is is that people are not just looking for mundane fun just because I have a lesion and I'm just looking for something to do because I can't read right now. Like I want I want something interesting to interact with, right? And you when you create a universe as vast as Destiny did, which is almost as vast as Halo if you think about it, but they don't want to talk about anything in it. They just keep kind of bouncing between the same three or four things, but not delving into the actual characters that there were. Now, them doing Saint-14, I think, was a good idea because it finally started talking about him. And it started talking about his trials and tribulations of what he did when he was alive in the time frame or the time portal that he was in. And so there's a little bit more of a understanding the character type of thing. And that's a good thing. I want to understand the character that you guys have been talking about for four years. I want to know about him. I think I I, I idolize Saint 14 just from the original codex in the original Destiny One. What he did for the for the for the last city. I like this is exactly why I'm a Titan. That's what I said. This is exactly why I'm a Titan. Saint 14 embodies why I'm a Titan. Right. Okay. And I get it. Right. And now you're talking about that guy. I'm enamored. I'm like, oh, they're talking about the guy I I idolized before I knew who he was and the reason why I picked Titan as a character. And I get a little excited, get a little warm and fuzzies. And then I'm like, okay, but he's just a it's just a pamphlet and you don't care after that. Here's an update. And, and, And you don't and you don't want to build off of it. Like, that's the part that disappoints me. It's like, why don't you guys just dive in and 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 just attach the characters and go deep into the characters and then that way when you guys come out with something you're like oh yeah that guy right i remember him what did he do oh right that yeah now i get it but we don't we don't here it's just it's it's just on the surface it's just on the surface here here here's what i'm talking about sarge you see these on the on the screen right now these are every possibility so far that they've come up with with long ass puzzles that you can run through like corridors right and this is okay. Just so you know, what you're showing me right now is like how I played Baldar's Gate, <laughs> or or the Bard's Tale Three. Okay, Bard's Tale Three was it was an RPG, first person view, grid, and you had to map out the grid on graph paper. That's what I used to do. That's what this reminds me of. Yep, that's what they're doing. So we don't know what any of this means yet. And well, not yet. well right, but look. Like I said, I think Bungie, this attempt is very lazy. And everything they've ever tried to do like this has always bombed. They've always let it down. It's always a letdown of whatever they try, and they try to to make it. The community itself, I think, is amazing. Look at what they've done, okay? By figuring everything out all by themselves and working together, right? Yeah. Someone said it the other day, one of the girls that's doing this, I, I don't know her name. She said... It's pretty fucking amazing what the Destiny community can do. If they actually work together, they could probably cure cancer. Okay? Like... Yes! Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's amazing the community itself, but I'm disappointed with the people that make the game. Right? I, I, I just don't like the game anymore because every year, it's the same rotation, and they just dress it up in a different thing. Right, they just dress it up differently, and it's the same rotation over and over. That's all I have to say about Destiny. Let's we're gonna move on. So there's a video out right now, which I think is is hilarious. Okay, 
I, I find it humorous because Morbius trailer came out, I believe I was on Monday. Okay, those of you that don't know what Morbius is, um, I, I have some notes, okay, because I don't even know who the fuck Morbius is. Um, I had to look it up, okay? Morbius is a... I, I do remember him from the cartoon and stuff from the Amazing Spider-Man and, and, and the comics and stuff like that. But as a character for a standalone movie, I wasn't I wasn't really too sure. So Morbius is the living vampire. His name is Michael Morbius, Dr. Michael Morbius. He has a rare blood disease, and he basically is trying to come up with a cure for himself. And while he's doing that, he basically fucks up the formula and becomes he becomes a vampire, right? He's an anti-hero, right? Sort of like Venom, right? Venom is an anti-hero. And this is just another person in the in the in the in the, in the universe of Spider-Man, which they've now linked to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because inside the trailer they show Michael Keaton, who is the vulture, and so on and so forth. Now, there's always been speculation that they were going to make the Sinister Six, which is a all villain cast. It would be awesome. Right. So here's here's the thing though. I said the reason they're bringing out Morbius is either one, they're going to pitch hit for him. Right, he's gonna be one of the Sinister Six because he's not one of the original Sinisters, right? Not one of the original six. It's like Doc Ock, uh, Shockwave, Sandman. Well, let's, let's let's let the let's let Chat go. They have they have they have twenty five seconds to put in the Sinister Six. Go ahead, Chat. Well, they'll they'll look it up on the internet. Anyway, yeah, I'm talking about the rest of them. Look, look, anyway, they have this, the original Sinister Six, right? He'll either pitch hit for one, like substitute one of them, or he will help Spider Man. He will help Spider Man as an anti-hero when that movie comes out and he has to fight them, okay? The reason they're actually coming out with this on a business standpoint is that Sony is trying to make as much uh, content, right? They've been sitting on this... They've had 900 characters since 1998. 1998, they bought it from Disney, okay? Or, I'm sorry, not from Disney, from from Marvel themselves. They bought... I, I, I said Disney because Marvel is owned by Disney. But they bought the rights to... Uh, to Spider-Man and 900 characters. That's including everyone that's in the background, the uh, at the Daily Bugle and the parents and the grandparents and all the villains and all the other superheroes. 900 of them total. Why they pick Morbius? One, I think it's going to be PG-13, like the Venom. It's going to be more darker side. It almost looks like a like Batman, like um, um, Batman Begins, sort of like the same type of style. On a business side, though. Spider-Man, I'm going to have a, a micro episode about this later. They have in development, Sony, they have Nightwatch, Crave the Hunter, Black Cat, Silver Sable, Sinister Six, Madam Web, and Spider-Woman. Plus one more Spider-Man, plus another Venom 3, okay? They have all these movies in development. And the reason they're in development is because last year we talked about Apple maybe buying Sony, okay? Now... Sony's trying to rack up the price so they can get more for their for their stuff. That that sounds a little wicked, though, man. Well, here, get this. It, how, how far back did you hear this rumor? This is like almost a year and a half old. We said it on the show. Okay. The problem is there's a there's a person that uh, that did this, and you have to go watch this after this. I'm, I'm, I'll put it into the uh, I'll put it into the uh, the chat for you after I'm done with the story. It's from Film Theory. Okay, Film Theory is a great channel on YouTube. Great channel. I talked about a little about this just breaking in on Monday after I saw the trailer and why they're doing what they're doing. Okay. So Apple might buy Sony. Okay. But Disney also wants to buy Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's worth about $3 billion to $5 billion. Now, if you think about that, <clears throat> Star Wars was worth $4.3 And they got all of that. 
and I believe Marvel was worth something along the lines of six billion or something like that. I forget what they paid for for Marvel. Sony has the opportunity to make upwards of ten billion dollars off of this IP. Okay, and Disney could pay ten billion dollars, but also, and I thought about this, and then film theory brought it to my attention even more. Okay, because I didn't think about the other end. I was like, I was like, well, if Disney just buys them, then it's less money, right? Because so Disney doesn't have to buy Spider-Man at all, but but Sony wants to raise the value of Spider-Man so they get more for their dollar. Sure. But if Apple buys Sony, they don't get the rights to Spider-Man because in the contract with Disney, Sony has to make a Spider-Man movie every five years. Somewhere out of the 900 characters they own in the IP, they have to make something in the universe of Spider-Man within five years. Well, since 1998, they've only made Spider-Man films, and they've rebooted it three times now, okay? So that's how many problems there are, right? 2000, 2003, 2005, 2007, uh, 2011, 2013. Like, they just keep rebooting Spider-Man. Well, now they made Venom, and Venom did very well. So much so that Sony is banking on Spider-Man's IP because at the top 10 movies of Sony, okay, six of them are Spider-Man films. Six of them, including Venom and the last two Spider-Man. The other two, other three movies that are there, or four movies that are there, is Da Vinci Code at number 10, okay, Spectre, which is 007, uh, Skyfall, which is another... Uh, um, uh, uh, 007. 007, thank you. I just, my brain's fried. I'm trying to think of all this. I have nothing on front of me looking. I'm thinking of all this in my head. Okay. So they have all these movies. Oh, and, and Jumanji. Jumanji is the fourth movie. Okay. All the rest of them are Spider-Man films. Okay. So get this. Disney wants to buy Spider-Man. Sony's like, you're going to pay anywhere between $5 billion and $10 billion for this IP. And then Disney has all of Marvel back. Everything. They have everything back. Right. They, they already got the Hulk back now. It, through rights, they got it back. Okay, they got Fantastic Four back. They got X-Men back because they bought Fox. Okay, and now Disney can literally just sit back and go, you know what? We don't have to buy it because if Apple buys it or anybody else buys it, okay. They get it back ipso facto. They get it back because it's not part of the contract of Sony selling it to that other company. If they try to sell their company, all Marvel rights of Spider-Man go back to Marvel, which is now Disney. But if Apple buys it, who sits on the board of Apple? Eisner. Iger. 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 Bob Iger sits on the board of Apple. Okay? He is one of the highest stock people, right? And he's also the CEO of Disney. So wouldn't it, wouldn't it be strange if Apple purchases the... No, it wouldn't. Right? Apple wants to buy Sony. I think I'm going to have to go online tonight and look at the stock prices and see what I should buy. So Apple wants to buy Sony because they want to get into the television industry. They want to get into TV business as far as making TVs integrated with Apple TV. They're looking for stuff like that because they don't want to make their own television sets, right? They They rather buy a company, okay, and then just take the technology they have and so forth. put it in. Right. And then Apple also wants to get in the video game industry. Well... There you go, PlayStation, right? So, boom, all takes care of itself right there, right? Well, I don't... So, if if what you say as far as rumor is true or kind of true, 
then I would put my money on Apple buying Sony and then Disney getting the rights back rather than Disney forking over more money because Disney lost its lost its ability to be liquid with the with the last couple of things that they have purchased they've overpaid for so they're not as liquid as they think that they are that well, they can. Apple could pay cash no, no, for, for Sony can. right Apple can no yeah. I have no problem with that what I'm saying is between Disney's purchasing of Fox and Disney's uh, not not as satisfactory performing Star Wars movies. They're not as liquid as they think they are. Sony's worth ninety two point ninety two billion dollars. Sony's worth. Okay. Sony. Apple's worth is one point three trillion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if they, if, listen, if they wanted it, they could get it. They right. Just there would be a price bomb. There would be a price bomb somewhere in there. They're 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 liquid. They're liquid money, okay? They could buy Sony straight up if they wanted to, but we don't know if that's going to happen. Do you think Disney will buy Sony's rights for, for Spider-Man for $5 billion, $6 billion, $10 billion? Do you think they'll buy it? No. They'll make their no. money back. Yeah, well, that's what they said about Star Wars. They've they've made their money back, not on just films, they, though. They have not, they no, have no, not they made ha- their money back. They have made their money back, okay? They've made their money back, but just not on films. They've made it on... Disney Plus on you, on you park revenue. I think so. No, on, not not hundred percent. Trust me when I say this. They are not. They are not made their money back from that purchase. I guarantee you, they made their money back. Okay, with with all the sales of toys, even though toy sales are not selling, with all the merchandise sales in stores and online and Gal- Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, with all the lightsabers they're selling and all the droids they're selling and all the ticket prices they're selling and all the things that they're doing. They've made their money back on the IP of Star Wars. They didn't make their money back on the actual film part, but if you take the money they made from the film, plus the money they made from the parks, plus the money they made from the merchandise, plus the money they make from uh, uh, licensings for other companies using them, okay, they've made their money back on Star Wars. I can guarantee you they've made their money back, and every, maybe they may have made the billions of dollars they wanted to make, but they've made their money back, okay? So... That is one of the reasons I think Disney would pay for IP because going forward, okay, going forward, the the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe hinges on Spider-Man because Spider-Man is supposed to take the lead of the next Avengers, okay? And if they have to keep bringing him and bring Sony into the loop and they don't make as much money off of the things that he's included in, they're like, you know what? We've lost this much money. We've lost this much money on this film and that film and this film. And we really have Spider-Man in like five other films right now. And it probably would just be better if we paid $5 billion and then let just get Sony out of there and then just make the money for ourselves. Uh, I would I would always think that if it's if you're able to spend dollar for dollar and get something that you don't have to build from scratch and they can make it just from owning it. Then I don't think Disney wants to buy them outright. I think they would rather, for the specific purposes of getting the Marvel license back, in an, ipso facto. Like if I, if if Apple buys Sony, which sounds insane, but if they did, Disney would get the rights back without spending a dime. Right. So I would think right. that that would be the way to go. I wouldn't want to spend between six and ten billion dollars to get Marvel to to get the encompassing Marvel characters back. When I can just let Apple do it for me. Right. Or any company. 
Any company. Well, it'd be Apple would be No, the... but what I'm saying, any company could make them get the thing for free. They just have to lose the rights to to you know, someone has to buy Sony. If someone buys Sony, then they get the they get the things back uh by themselves. Look, going forward, Disney wants Spider Man, okay? Not only can they make movies of Venom and all the bad guys and uh, all more movies of Spider-Man, but crossovers of Spider-Man with X-Men and, uh, and Spider-Man with Deadpool and Deadpool. Everyone, they have everybody. They're just missing the one brand. And Disney's like, oh, we can get it. We can, we can get it. So I'll be interested to see what do you guys think in chat, right? And if you guys are listening to this on the, on the YouTube or after or on Anchor.fm or iTunes, let me know what you guys think. Do you think... That this is plausible? Do you think Apple will buy Sony down the road? It doesn't have to be like this year. It could be five years from now, right? Because they could just build up the resume of their films and what they do at the box office, which puts more price on the brand itself. Well, let's 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 do this in, in terms of in, in business sense, right? If if Sony believes that there might be a possibility of a bid. If you see Sony start pumping out all of a sudden Marvel films that they have never touched before and they start coming out with them, then I would say the price bid, the, the bid is probably a good rumor. Right. Right. Because they're looking to they're looking to upgrade their price. Right. If that's the case and all of a sudden <laughs> Sony starts coming out with a bunch of movies that they never released ever before, all of a sudden, I would think the rumor to be true. But this, look, in the business, while they, when they say there's things in development, all they're making is... They're, they're a like, script. They're, in development could be a script. Right. They have physical physical content to go, hey, look, you buy this. We have all these things. This is worth the money that we're asking for for $10 right. billion. Dollars, right? You right. don't, you don't have to start at right. scratch. Anybody write a script. Right. 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 So that's, that's, the, uh, that's that. Okay. Now I want to talk about Star Wars. Star Wars going forward, this is this is huge. And this is not official yet, but these are rumors that are happening right now and they're pretty damn they're almost for certain to be sure to be true, okay? So Star Wars is 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 taking the future, okay, of the shows, the films, the comic books, the novels and they're pushing it all together like the multiverse does with the with the MCU, okay? What Marvel does with the MCU. Sarge, please don't sleep on the. <laughs> it, it looks. I can't concentrate when I'm staring at you, and you're fucking passed out. Uh, uh, it's 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 a Star Wars talk. Go ahead. Okay, so Star Wars. Okay, going forward, who's in charge? And Bob Iger is putting Dave Fioni and John Favreau in charge, creative control of everything going forward because of the success of Mandalorian. They're putting them in charge, one hundred percent. That's a lot of responsibility. Okay. All of a sudden, not only are they doing that. But Bob Iger is bringing George Lucas in, and he will he will be as a head. Is, of, is he going to be like the sidekick puppet? He will be the head advisor for all future projects, so they can come back to him and be like, "Where was this in the lore that you wanted to do and stuff like that?" Okay, is that really what they're going to do though? Is that really yes. what they're going to ask him? Yes, because that sounds to me that Kathleen Kennedy's out completely. Well, this is another thing. Kennedy is out. Kennedy's contract is up in 2021. From this point forward, she still has a job. Okay. But it's not creative. She has no creative involvement with anything that has to do with Star Wars in the TV or movies industry. Don't, don't make promises like that because I'm getting this, a half this, a chubby. This, this, this is, I'm getting a half a chubby. You can't tell me okay. that kind of stuff. This is what Bob Iger's doing to bring faith back in to the fans that were original Star Wars fans going back to the, the original trilogy and the prequels. Okay, Not only are they trying to do this, 
but they're also retconning their own movies they just filmed. They're taking certain parts out of those movies that don't even exist anymore, okay? So they can go in the future, okay? So get this. Why was, where was Finn, when's Finn going to tell Ray that he was force sensitive? When was Ray going to use that lightsaber, okay? They showed all these things. Well, not coming out anytime soon. They're going to start filming these things, okay? When the next trilogy starts. The next trilogy is probably going to be a Old Republic, okay? Knights of the Old Republic. It's going to set place 400 years in uh, before New Hope, okay? 400 years before New Hope. And when they do this, they're going to release a Rise of Skywalker sequel trilogy or sequel series animated, okay, going forward. It's going to be the same style. As the Clone Wars that's coming out this February, Season 7, the same art style of that is going to be the the Rise of Skywalker uh, continuation. So this animated series will follow Rey and Finn and Poe and everything of her raising back up the Jedi Order, okay, going forward. Luke Skywalker is going to be uh, evolved with the Force Ghosts and such, okay. Kylo Ren might even be alive, because they're retconning the actual movie they just did, okay? <laughs> there is a lot of stuff that they're doing. Here's one thing I do like about it. When George Lucas made the prequels, people gave him shit. They're like, this is terrible. This is garbage. We don't like this, okay? They, they're absolutely garbage. When the Clone Wars came out in 2003, the first animated thing where they did the shorts... Okay, and then they came out with the Clone Wars, the animated series on Netflix, okay, uh, and DVD. That Clone Wars animated series made the prequels better. That Clone Wars series, the animated series, is the best Star Wars content that you'll ever see, live action or non-live action, okay? And then on top of that, they're making Rebels the sequel. If you ever watched Rebels, at the end of Rebels... Two characters get to go away, and then two le- two characters are left in the series, and they're like, well, how are we going to find him? Well, the next series is going to be about Ezra and Thrawn, okay, together, and that's coming out later this year, Rebels, or beginning of next year, okay? There is so much stuff going on, and this is why I'm excited. Look, I think the prequels were not garbage compared to the new trilogy, right? But when the Clone Wars came out, I liked the prequels a lot better. And the 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 Star Wars fans actually started liking the prequels because of the Clone Wars animated series, okay? Yes. So now, The Rise of Skywalker was garbage. It's absolute garbage. But if they can come out with a really good animated series to fill in all the gaps, okay, to fill in all the stuff after the fact, it could literally save this new trilogy, Okay, even though the trilogy sucks, the new animated series could save the trilogy. What is your first impression on all of this that I just dropped on your lap? There's a lot here, bro. It's a lot. It's a lot. <sighs> first, are you okay? Like, I'm okay. I'm okay with this you know, sequel. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore if I'm okay with it or not because they're moving on. They're moving on regardless. It right. doesn't matter what I say. It's it's my voice only. I I mean, 
you can say you liked it because it was a Star Wars movie and you got some Star Wars in it. That's why you like the movie. But anytime you go over 25 plot holes, I stop paying attention. Right. And I said this in a, in a prior podcast and I'm going to say it again. OK, just because you are making a sci fi fantasy movie and or show just because there's a title of sci fi fantasy on it does not mean you get to ignore all the rules of making a movie. OK, because it's sci fi fantasy. That's not how it works. OK, established history, established lore established characters all flushed down the toilet because somebody was trying to make something cool because they wanted to sell some toys. When you want to sell toys, right, you make a movie with characters and you want to be connected to them. And then you want to own those things because it meant something to you. Luke meant something to people. Leia meant something to people. That's why you buy the mug or the toothbrush or the character or the ship or the buns to put on your head during Halloween, right? That's why you buy them. Right. I get that they're trying to fix their problem. I get it. But once once you do this kind of damage to something, OK, I don't know what they believe the people are going to do. The people that you were trying to sell the product to don't believe in your product. The people that did believe in the product, you pissed literally in their face. So now you're trying to get back to people that you pissed in their face. And you think that if you make something that's cool and animated that we're going to forget everything that you just did to us and we're going to start buying toys again, right? Now, of course, the mentality of a 40-plus-year-old man looking at a sci-fi fantasy movie with this much passion, which you shouldn't give a shit about because it's a fucking movie, I respond by telling you that Star Wars, when it came out, even back then, was not just a movie. I don't know how to explain it to people that don't understand what I'm trying to say. There are certain movies well, that come just, out in your. You there's can, certain movies that come out in your life. Harry Potter. Harry right? Potter is the right. new Star Wars it, for the, the for this Star genre. Wars right. For that group of people. Right. 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 So when you come out, Star Wars was more than just a movie. It was a, a an encapsulation of the world as we knew it, and trying to overcome adversity and oppression, and trying to be the hero, and trying to do the right thing, and and overcoming overcoming your your problems, your issues. And they, they just took that and said, we want to make a cool sci-fi fantasy movie that we sell toys with. And that was the mentality when they went in, right? That's the problem I have. So I think that if, if Favreau, if Favreau is going to be there to save what we think Fioni, is Star Wars. Fioni life, and, and Favreau. Fioni, yeah. Fioni and Favreau, right, F and F, okay? F and Efren. If they're going to, if they're going to go in there and try to repair this kind of damage, I think it's going to take some time. I, right. I think I think one or two series that's like the Mandalorian will bring back the faith. But I don't think that you're going to get everyone to jump back into the pool until F and Efren make a movie that well, brings everybody back. Well, OK, so here's other rumors. They might be making not only are they making the Old Republic movie, OK, the next trilogy, but they're going to make it also a Disney Plus show in between the movies. Okay, they're going to try to inter interlock all of these things going forward. So not only are you getting a film in, let's say, 2022, you'll have Disney Plus to fill in the gap in between each of the movies before the next movie comes out. Okay, John Favreau and Dave Fioni, I have, after I watched The Mandalorian, okay, I have total faith in both of them. This time next year, 
this time next year, next January of 2021, not only we already watched The Mandalorian, okay, we've, we're going to see Rebels Season 7. They've already renewed it for Season 8. We're going to be watching a Rebels, uh, I'm sorry, Clone Wars Season 7, Clone Wars Season 8. There's also going to be a Rebels coming back for a, a continuation sequel there. So there's two animated series. On top of that, the, the, the Skywalker Rise of Skywalker series is not coming out for three to four years. It's not even in development at all. It's in talks and stuff. But by the time Obi-Wan Kenobi's show comes out, okay, I guarantee you... Right, Mando Season 2. Thank you, Buckalorian. Okay, um, by the time Mandalorian Season 2 comes out and Kenobi Season 1 comes out, this will be a fresh, clean slate. And what's going to happen is people like you and me that are like true, old-school, hardcore Star Wars fans, you're either going to be really... Like, stick to your guns and going, fuck them. They killed my Star Wars, even though this going forward is not your Star Wars anymore. This is brand new Star Wars. They're making a brand new extended universe. They're making a brand new everything. You still have the original trilogies. You still have the prequels. No, right? no, I, I don't want that to go on forever. No, no, no. No, no, I, no, no, I got it. What, I, what I'm saying is that's the way they're looking at it, right? Going forward, you're going to look at all this and go, wow, there's a lot more content now about Star Wars in the, in the, in the EU, the new extended universe. In the, in the new thing, because they're also going to... They've already had an animated series. This is in talks, too. That they're going to take uh, Luke Skywalker, and they're going to do it as an animated series to tell you the spots right after Return of the Jedi up until um, uh, the, the Force Awakens. Yeah, that's great. And if we're going to do all that, then might as well bring out the script of Dawn of the Fates, and let's flush the fucking Rise of Skywalker movie du- out. Duel of the Dawn Fates. Of, Dawn of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. A Duel of the Fates, yeah. yeah. Duel of the Fates. Let's just do that. Yeah, Rebels is coming back, Tez. Rebels is coming back. Uh, it's going to be following Ezra and Thrawn on their on their, and then how Ahsoka and uh, Sabine are going to try to find Ezra. Okay, that's official. That's that's coming out. We just don't know when. I think it's going to be out in twenty twenty one. This year though is Clone Wars season seven, and they already renewed for season eight. Okay. You know I. <sighs> They're gonna have two I, Star Wars. I, I, listen, I know, I know, writing's hard. Okay, writing a script for a show is hard. Depends on the kind of show, it's hard. But when you have something like Star Wars, you've got to be able to write characters. You've got to be able to write characters and write them well and, and mm-hmm. involve them into the story. Not just because this guy's red, this guy's black, this guy's white, this guy's brown, and tries to try to throw things into a movie or a show. Right. Character development, <clears throat> characters is, matter. Is, is matters. And just because it's a sci-fi fantasy, they have got to get people who know how to write. We need to have creative writers in position. That's what they need. If you start getting people who are creative and understand Star Wars and not the hokey, we're trying to do blam, blam, pew, pew, and it's Star Wars, yippee-ki-yay type of thing, and we actually get down to it's a story, let's tell it about the characters, but it's set in this universe, they would make a killing. They would make a killing, right? But they they disgraced the entire thing, right? <clears throat> they had people that didn't know what they were doing about the characters. If F and Efren come out with some guys who can write, right? If they come out with some characters that can, or people who can write, if this is a done deal. I'll give it two years, and you would repair the damage. That's what I'm saying. This time next year, people will forget this trilogy ever ever happened, and they'll be so happy moving forward. I'm telling you, the Clone Wars series is going to be phenomenal. The 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 animated one is going to be phenomenal. The Rebels one is going to be phenomenal. 
the the Mandalorian season two, um, and to answer your question, Tez, the green guy Yoda, when they do the four hundred years in the in the past, four hundred years before New Hope, supposedly Yoda is going to be in there because he'll he'll be like three hundred years old, right? So he'll be in that series supposedly, but I don't think they should revolve it around him. I would like to separate the stores we know as far as from as we can. If he comes in as his appearances and stuff like that, cool. But I don't want it I don't want him to be like the main character that it's revolving around. You know what I mean? So I think Star Wars, and I said this before years ago, before Star Wars decided that they were gonna make a sequel trilogy to this trilogy that we knew, I said Disney's probably the best to to get to buy it. Because the only people that have the budget and and to get the, the cast of characters and, and directors to do all this stuff. Also today, uh, Tiki Waititi, um, he's also up for running for one of the Star Wars uh, films uh, to direct one of the Star Wars films. So there's a lot going on in the Star Wars universe, man. A lot going on. I think going forward, I know a lot of us are going to be like, fuck this, I'm out. I, I hate Star Wars. I hate Disney Star Wars. We hate Disney Star Wars because they fucked our Star Wars. But going forward, there's this blank page that they can just do whatever, right? In the future, past the Skywalker saga, and way before with the Old Republic. And I believe that this is huge for not only the industry, because think about five years from now, how much content will be on Disney Plus with all these new shows. If they do if they do the um the Rogue One spin-off series, they have Kenobi, they have Maul, they have Yoda, they have whatever. You know what I mean? There's just so much content that you could do and, and give. And it's just more stuff. If you're a fan, you should be loving this because when we were kids, all we had was comic books and our imagination, right? And just those three movies. Now you're getting three movies and TV shows and miniseries and all this stuff. And you could choose not to watch it. And that's cool. But if you just let it go, right? Like I'm not saying kill the past. Okay. Because you still have your past. You still have the original trilogy. But if you're a Star Wars fan, I think if you just give it a, a, a sit back for a second and look, this is going to be fucking amazing going forward in the next decade Of if you're a Star Wars person. Between the novels and books, and they're trying to do the MCU, like Kevin Feige, the way he did the MC, MCU, he's trying to do with Star Wars now. By intertwining all of these from, you go watch a movie, they give you a little story there, then you have to go buy the book. Right, and then after the book, you have to go buy the comic book, and after the comic book, the comic book hits you to the Disney Plus show, and the Disney Plus show hits you back to the next movie, and it's just this looping circle. And the Mandalorian appears on Kenobi, and Kenobi goes over here, and like you're all over the place. I actually, the Mandalorian can't com compare in Kenobi because he's it's Kenobi's dead by the time Mandalorian. But you know what I'm saying? They could they could make something happen. They could make something happen to intertwine all the shows, and I think that's good. I think it's a good thing, and I'm I'm. I hope that this is true, that Kennedy, they're not going to get rid of her. They're just not going to let her do any creative stuff for Star Wars anymore because she fucked it up. Okay? But here's the big thing. I made a video. I made a video right here on YouTube about a month, a month and a half ago. Let me see where it, where it is. About George Lucas. Okay? And my theory about George Lucas, about how he did the, in, the internal thing. Yeah, I did it one month ago. Okay? If this is true, in my video, I say that Lucas planted Kennedy in there. Like, Lucas is the Emperor Palpatine in real life. 
He planted after he sold, okay? He said, Disney doesn't want to use your scripts. So he went back, okay? No spoilers. All right, he went back, okay, and said, you know what? I'm going to make Kathleen Kennedy, I want to put you in charge, and I want you to destroy the brand from the inside out. And she's like, all right, cool, I'll just make it SJW. Here we go, right? The fan base, people don't remember this, they gave so much shit to George Lucas because of the prequels, because of the Melchorian counts, because of Jar Jar Binks, all that stuff. And they're like, this is shit. They gave him so much crap and grief and everything. He said, I don't want to do 789. But then when Disney approached him and he had these scripts and said, yeah, I have I have uh, screenplays already written for 789. And then Iger didn't use any of them. Okay, he said, no, we're not going to use them all, any of them. And Kenny was already in place because Disney bought Lucasfilms. She imploded it from the inside to make all of this shit and make this trilogy look worse off than what he did back in the past, right? Which makes his shit look better than their shit. Then they brought him back in, right? And in my video, I say he gets the best of both worlds. He gets to keep working on his on his on his child, his baby, okay? But without the stress of doing everything on his own, right? He's got the bankroll to do it. He's not a director. He's not a writer. He's literally just now, if this is true, he is just an advisor consultant. and a consultant and an advisor to them of, hey, what was your thoughts about this? And he says, well, you know, this is what the thing is and this is the story of this. And then they take his feedback and they put it in the thing. This is the perfect job for him because he sold it for four point three billion dollars and he gets to still work on star wars and he gets to put his two cents in and john favreau and dave fioni will look at him and go well this is your baby so yeah whatever you you know what i'm saying like it's perfect respect it's respect perfect. respect to the guy who gave you the universe to work in right <clears throat> yeah the, the the actor almost killed himself he's actually doing a new there's a, a new game show that's going to be on disney plus that he's the host of it's a Star Wars based t uh, television show. Um, <clears throat> oh, for a spoiler name of Jar Jar? No, no. There's no more spoiler names. I don't know why he got uh, timed out. I'm assuming it's because of killed himself. I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm assuming that's what it is. There is no spoiler uh, words anymore. I took them all off. This Star Wars is done. Yeah. Yeah, type in, Tez, real quick. Type in kill, kill, killed himself and see if it blocks you out again. <clears throat> Just to see. I bet you that's why it, people are... Be, I bet you people are like, why is he saying this? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, you could say all that stuff. It's not gonna... It, there's no There's no blackouts anymore. Yep, there it is. Killed himself. Boom. See? Detective. I know what I'm talking about. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah. So... This this is what I think is happening. I called it a month ago. I was like, what about if George Lucas put this plan? Now, obviously, it's all speculation, right? It's all speculation if that's what he actually did. But I'll tell you what, my theory comes pretty plausible now if, if, if Lucas is an advisor and he gets to put his two cents in because they brought him in on The Mandalorian. He had, he was, he had writing credits on The Mandalorian, okay? And get this, I guarantee you, he will direct an episode of either Kenobi or Mandalorian season two, which if you think about that is they paid him $4.3 billion and then they're going to pay him for, <laughs> for directing. 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's the, that's the way it's going to be. <clears throat> so, what do you guys think, chat? What do you guys think in the uh, in the iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and Anchor.fm? Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up on Twitter.com slash 30 and still gaming. Hit up Sarge. Tell us what you think about the, the, the topics we talk about. We have no proof for a lot of these things. They're just speculations. But then, for some reason, a lot of this stuff happens to come true. It just happens to come true. So, I think we're around an 80% turnaround of, of, of things that we say come, come to fruition or not. So, right now, if you guys have any questions, anything about on the show, anything about us, hit them up in the chat. If not, if not, we'll end the show early. and We'll take a break. And then we'll play some games on the back end of this stream. So, I think... I, I think... Uh, the Lucas thing is, is is pretty spot on, and I, I think it's funny if he comes back. Uh, I, I wear I wear boxers, uh, boxer briefs. I wear briefs. Yeah, I, I can't I can't wear the loose stuff. It's because I'm swinging it, you know. So good lord, that's right. <clears throat> so if you guys have no questions in chat, then episode. 200 old 30 just flapping wait, are, in the wind. Are, are we really leaving are yeah we leaving minutes early yeah you're not going to talk about that script you're not going to talk about that star wars script nope. at all nope i have uh okay. if you want to talk about it, we could talk about it on a separate podcast all right we can do that. i just thought it was good i thought it was really good. i didn't i don't have the information because i didn't want to sit there and listen to somebody i had to see i want to see the script and the script's not released right so these people so basically what's happening right now sergeant we'll talk about it. here we'll talk about it What's happening right now is Brunette, Burnett, he's a YouTuber. He's on uh, the James, um, what the hell is his name? Uh, da, 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 da. I forget his name. Is it Burnett? I have his, uh, let me see if I can find it. I don't see it. I just followed him. He works in the film industry. He, he actually works in the film industry. I can't find it right now. But um, he got his hands on the script, the physical script. But when he's talking about it on his stream, he just shows the title sequence, like the crawl, and that's it. And then he just talks for two, two hours and 43 minutes about the script. Well, now Doomcock says that he got the script. But there's a script going out that someone wrote based on what the other guy was talking about, made it and put it on Reddit. Okay, so now it's like a game of fucking telephone. It could be a fake script because also Trevorrow came out and said he didn't write any of that. Right? So I don't know what to believe. I mean, what I heard, it seemed like a good script. Okay, do I think it's the real script? I don't know. Anybody right now could literally put Colin Trevorrow on, the, on a piece of paper and say this is what the, what the movie was called and someone that has writing credits could just make up a story to think what they, what they want, right? It's just, it's just convenient that it's being leaked at certain points. You know what I'm saying? So I thought it was good, but I don't want to report about it because I don't know the actual what's in the script because it's... No, no, it's not a, it's not a report. I just think that the, the script is... It, it's a good story. The script is good. So was the one I read... For episode seven, eight, and nine on my stream, those synopsises were better than the actual fucking film that we watched. You know, I don't want to talk about the movie because it'll be spoilers for some people that still haven't seen it, which you shouldn't see it. But if you want to see it, go see it. But don't see it. Like, 
I, I, I have, I don't know. I just have an issue of, <clears throat> of talking about the script when I really don't know it. Cause I've, I've listened to Doomcock talk about it. I've listened to another person talk about it and I listened to the original person talk about it and they all have the same, but yet different takes on it as far as what they read. And I'm like, well, what's, what's real? What's real? So until there's a source, which they say you can't get, I, I'm wondering who's now it's just a game of telephone. One person reports it and everyone's taking from him and then making it bigger and bigger. So when the, when the director says that he didn't write it, he says any, all that stuff that's there. He's like, I never wrote any of that. He said on Twitter, he's like, none of that's mine. So you can believe him or not believe him. And we're in this scenario right now that we're so butthurt about Star Wars that we want to believe it's true. And if the director that was supposed to direct it tells you that that's not his work, we're like, yeah, he's lying because he has to. Do you know what I mean? Like he does because he's probably still under NDA. He probably still can't talk about the stuff that he worked on or what he wrote about. So he can't say it. So is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. If you're on Windows 10 PC, you should probably download the newest updates because they have fixed in them that sole a security exploit that was causing an earlier update. If I update the Windows 10, which I think I did because I don't have an update at all right now. So if it was like a couple days ago, two days ago, I, I think it already went through. <clears throat> I wonder how long the Rise of Skywalker is on Disney+. Plus. Well, I'm, April. St I'm still waiting to see if the JJ cut comes out. If the JJ cut comes out at the end of this month. or the No, the JJ, the JJ cut, if it does come out, it'll be only on Disney+. Plus. No, 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 no. They said it's going to be re-released in the theaters. That's fucking madness. Why? They did it for the Endgame. That's fucking madness, bro. Yeah, they did it for Endgame, and then added yeah, the, the Endgame, Endgame came out to put something in the credits at the end, not redo the movie. No, they put out they released the movie again, and then added two minutes at the end of the movie. Okay, um, and it made it to push it over as the number one movie of all time, right? So if they re-release this movie, it'd be a different cut, only to make more money, a little bit more money, and to also have an extended cut. Right, it's that's madness. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes, Tez, that's madness. They they cry that they didn't make the money they wanted, so they're going to release the movie that they should have released in order to make them go over the money they needed. That's madness. Yeah. So, not to say they wouldn't do it, but if it comes out true, because the rumor was that they were going to come out at the end of January or February, they were going to re-release it in theaters, a longer cut. It'd be over three hours long. Okay, it would have seven different. Uh, sequences in there that are new. Okay. And when the Blu-ray comes out, they will have a different cut on the Blu-ray. Okay. And on Disney Plus, they would have a different cut for the blue uh, for Disney Plus. So, if you're a person that watched the first one and then have to see the second one and then buy the Blu-ray and then you have to subscribe to Disney Plus to see the fourth cut. Billion dollars. The billion, they're a billion dollars. <laughs> yep. So, that's what it is. Well, that's what it is. So, all right, chat. 200 episodes are in the can. Why? To make more money. That's why. Money. Money, money, money. Money, money walks and bullshit. Or money talks and bullshit walks. That's what it is, right? They want to make the money. Not some money. All the money. <clears throat> they want to make all the money. Uh, what's with the hats? Well, it's very simple. Look, this is what we, we look like right here, right? That's, that's us. So 
this is 200 episodes, and this was the, the the 200th episode. We have he's got the helmet, I got the pirate hat, right? We're all we're all good. We've we've art imitates and, and, and life. Just so we're all clear. I know I'm wearing a little kid helmet, but this is all I can get it in short notice. Yeah, I I am getting a real uh, World War II helmet. It'll be sent to me soon. And to be honest, we didn't have this planned at all. Uh, Sarge said I have a helmet. Ten seconds before the show started, and I said it may, it's way too small on your head. Okay. And then I went, wait a minute, I have a pirate hat, and I threw it on. That's why we were laughing at the beginning of the show, because I threw my pirate hat on, and we just went live. That was it. And I was like, eh, it's the 200th episode, we might as well, we, we, we should do this all the time, Sarge. We, we should do this all the time. Is this me? Yeah, is that what that's, it is? That's what it is. Uh, okay, go okay. to the picture again, let me see if that's me. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, wrong one, sorry. Yep. Other, uh, other, other, other hand. It's, it's other, the other, other hand. It's the smirk. Yeah. And then I, I and then I'm like this. Now you, you were facing the right way, just the wrong hand. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he looks bald underneath the helmet. Yeah. So I do appreciate every single one of you guys that I think most of you guys here have have watched all the episodes, which. Is mind-boggling, is mind-boggling. Okay, we've come a long way. We've come a really long way from this. Is I'll bring up episode one before we say goodbye. Okay, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up uh, episode one. It's it's a long time ago. I I don't even think. I don't even think they'll let me go that far down. Oh, there it is. We're we're in the nineties now. We're in the 60s. We're in the 40s. We're coming down to it. Where is it? Episode 1. May 24th. May 24th of 2015. Here here's the here here we are. Still have the same opening. Hold on. Let's let's go back to Episode of Generation this this is us. Look at it. I'm 30 and still gaming. I'm in a closet there. Today is What's going on, people? All right. No, no, no music. No nothing. We are a uh, brand new uh, talk show, radio show, whatever you want to call it. I only have one chin. Look, look, look at us. I I have a I have a eight month old. Look at me. <laughs> That's eight months, things right? Like, things that we don't like. Anything Let's that see, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Yeah, nine month old. So, what have uh, what have you been playing? Now it's in 1080p, exactly. It's still Destiny. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get my fill of House of Wolves and see if it's got some staying power. Five years, five years. I forget what we talked about on this episode. Here, we're gonna go a little over now because now I'm getting a little nostalgic uh, factor here. Well, maybe you should come out with the new version. Release that. Uh, I, I will. I will. <laughs> yeah, because that, that'll, that'll work. Make a new release. I'll, I'll scrub through it and see what we're, we're talking about. I remember talking about the Star Wars guy with the lightsabers behind him. Oh, we talked about GameStop. Oh, what, what did we talk about here? Yeah, how they're going out of business in three years. No, no, no. That wasn't this one. Yeah. That wasn't this one. 
Yeah. Look at, <laughs> look at <this. laughs> we. Well, I, I can guarantee you we're going to get the GameStop closing this year. It'll be three years after we told it. Here, here, here's the uh, here's here's the lightsaber guy we talked about. Oh right, the guy with the lightsaber. The lightsabers in the back. Yeah. He had to apologize. What do you have to apologize for? Something about H one Z one. He was like hacking people. Oh right, people. the H one Z one because he trolled people and hacked. So they made people apologize. Remember how ridiculous that was? Yep. Can you imagine the the testicular fortitude you don't have that you like a game so much that you're going to apologize openly to nobody about how you cheated in the game just so you can play that game again? Nope. You have no balls, sir. Here, hold on. You have you have no balls. If you're if you are apologizing for a shitty game in order to continue playing your shitty game, you have no balls, sir. It just costs two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, we we've grown up now, Fox. There's a lot less dick jokes. Yeah. Is there? <clears throat> there is. What do we what do we talk about here? This is if the... you ask if you ask Tally, I think there's a point five over episode of a dick joke. It's not that it used to be like a six or seven. <clears throat> Battlefield five's uh look at that. I don't know I don't know if you guys can see the curse on the We're talking about some other game there. Good stuff. Suicide Squad was coming out then. We talked about Suicide Squad. Wow. Good old good old times. Yeah, that's where they were making Suicide Squad, and they had Batman flying on top of the car. This feels like it fucking forever ago. But it also feels like yesterday. Like, I remember everything that we talked about. One-to-one scale. Meaning, I'm going to build this thing. One-to-one of the model. Right? Look at this. is crazy. So, nostalgia. Look at the graphics back then. It's terrible. We've gone through a lot of iterations on this show. We had some episodes where we were like, I had it slanted. Man, I look like, I look so shitty and tired. I look so shitty and tired. Yeah, we talked about Morbius Trail. We talked about Morbius and the Spider-Man brand earlier in the show, Tweak. Uh, we talked about it um, as far as uh, Disney trying to buy Spider-Man back and why they're doing Morbius and what do I think. Yeah, no, you're good, man. That's why you can listen to these after the fact. So, uh, other than that, I think that's it. Now it's actually the end of the show. 200 episodes. Way back when you just saw what we looked like, and now what we look like now. Sarge is drunk. He can't remember which way to face. It's the other way, Sarge. It's the other way with that. With the, there you go. Okay. So, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. You can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming, both on Twitter. You can follow the show at Gen underscore X underscore Gaming. You can listen to us after the fact on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. If you guys would be so kind to leave some messages and, and, and participate in the shows on the audio format, we're getting really good listenership over on the audio format. So I'm really happy that people are picking it up uh, and I'm doing the daily ones every single day. We're, do we're doing a daily one. This is three weeks now. We, were, we started our third week. So um, appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate everyone that's come out for every episode of 200. That's 400 hours. That's 16 days straight of 24-7 that you could listen to Generation X Gaming. I don't know why you would do that, but you could do it. You could listen to us... Because it's still not, it still doesn't beat the number of hours you've played Destiny. Right, it, well, right. It's only four hundred, right? It's only four hundred. That's just barely breaking into Destiny, right? But you can listen to us for sixteen days straight. Sixteen days straight. Yeah, Fox. We've been doing it. I've been, I've been doing a daily, 
anywhere between five and 20 minute long uh, podcast over on the audio version only. Audio version only. You can listen to that. Uh, so make sure you guys follow there. Uh, we're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern over on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can listen to the past broadcast over on YouTube and you can always listen to us on the audio versions in your ear holes. Uh, I do appreciate you very much listening, watching, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.